0: Isn't it great? Here's my holiday And what? A date solely for the holiday No commitment
1: That's what I need for New Year's Eve We can be each other's holiday Come on, friends with benefits never work So let's make it official Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of Mainstream Boy. The show where we watch the new release movies of the week and then talk about them. I'm your host Jonathan and this week I'm joined once again by none other than our pal Spencer. Join us as we suffer through Emma Roberts trying to find love in unconventional ways in the Netflix original film Just in Time for the Holidays, Holidate. Then, we switch gears with one final scary film to round out Spooktober and follow a South Sudanese refugee couple relocated on the outskirts of London as they experience supernatural phenomenon in the Netflix original film, His House. If any of those tickle your fancy, stick around. So, yeah. You excited to be back on Mainstream, boy? Sure.
0: Yeah. Always. Uh...
1: You seemed a little hesitant to watch this week's
0: movie. Uh, I didn't and- seem hesitant, dude. I told you three and a half weeks in advance that I was 100% going to skip this movie.
1: I just I just don't understand why you wouldn't want to watch one of the first films that would get you into the holiday spirit. You know? If, if you're going to phrase it like that, uh, for one, it's November 1st. I don't need to be in the holiday spirit. On November first, you're not telling me that Brooke didn't just put up a Christmas tree today. No, of course not. Come on, come no. on. I think she's probably got a countdown calendar on the countertop, and it's like, all right, there's 40 something days till Christmas, and and all that type of thing. You know.
0: I don't know. For me, it's for one, it's December first. It has to be December first before like any tree can come into the house. But I, I don't even like it until I see snow. Once snow is on the ground, then I'm like, okay. I heard like, it snowed okay.
1: today up in, at least in Bangor. I don't know if it, it snowed uh, down in Portland where you are, but you know. No, but don't it was uh,
0: 33 degrees and blowing like 30 miles per oh, hour. So it was God. very cold. Definitely felt like a winter's day. Yeah, It was pretty that is brutal.
1: frigid. How are you yeah. doing? How you dealing with that? Um, I'm okay. But yeah, that's great. Well, I, I, you know what? I, I think Holidate, which is one of the movies we're watching this week, um, it's one of the first movies again, to kind of get you into the, to, into the Christmas or holiday spirit, pretty much any holiday cause it revolves around every holiday in the year. Are you going to pull a little, a little turnaround here and say you did watch holiday or should I just jump right into it? <sighs> all right. Well, it? all right. Yes, dude. Yes, dude. <laughs> I'll, tell tell you you <laughs> I'll tell you, <laughs> you what, I'll I'm tell water, you what, I'll tell you
0: what, like crazy. I said, I told you three and a half weeks ago when i saw the poster of emma roberts just looking up on the left uh she's like biting her lip and then the guy standing behind her like kind of just like with his hand behind his head like going yeah. like a big deep breath like oh no like with like a stupid <laughs> face on his like oh
1: it's so fucking stupid just see and the then, thumbnail i made dude
0: <laughs> oh i don't i don't care i, I just, at this point but i saw that and i'm like okay mm-hmm. so I'm not going to watch this movie. And then some trailers came out, some like 30-second spots came out where it told you the entire movie. And I'm like, and yeah, 100%. I'm not going to watch this. And then, of course, it comes up, and you're mainstream board. You're like, oh, my God. <laughs> Holiday, we're going to watch it. You're going to love it. I'm like, no. I told you. I'm not going to watch this.
1: <laughs> and then, and then, then, and then, saw and then
0: I saw that you actually watched it. I'm like, all right. <sighs> Let me give this a shot. I put yes. it on. I made it maybe two or three minutes in. I'm like, okay. Mm -hmm. This is exactly what I thought this movie was going to be, and I turned it off and I did not watch it. I promise. 100% did not watch it. It's all you.
1: Oh, that's so disappointing. Um, Yeah,
0: I'm sorry. I just, I figured I'd like kind of get you up, get you kind of hyped up, and then yeah.
1: That's pretty much been our entire friendship. You just hype things up, and then it just ends up being really demoralizing and sad. I appreciate that. Anyways, uh, cool. Well, somber tone to start off the podcast but uh, welcome back to mainstream boy i am mainstream boy i'm joined here by uh my good friend spencer who usually watches the films with me but decided not to this week but what we do we uh we take the new release films that come out every week we grab uh some Orville Redenbachers, throw it in the microwave uh Ooh. maybe maybe get some uh hmm my dad actually gets these frozen margarita things and he takes them out of the freezer and bashes him with his fucking fist at the counter and then sucks him down with a spoon. Um, <laughs> <Jesus>. And then <laughs> he'll eat that shit and I'm always like, hey, can I have one? He's like, no, mm, they're gone. So, uh, yeah. And then we'll Dad, sit Dad, you down just bought we'll them. <laughs> mm, no, wait, no, no. Last one. <laughs> just got home from the grocery store. They're already gone. Yeah, he eats them in the car on the way home, I think, as far as I know. But... Well, that's drunk driving. Not really. It's, it's like 2% alcohol. It's like, oh, they're like 7%. Um, there's a lot. Um, I don't. I, uh, yeah. But anyway, yeah. We sit down. We take our pants off. We watch the new release movies of the week. We get together on Zoom, me and Spencer, and we uh we talk about them. So there you go. That's mainstream boy. But this week we have two movies. Number one, we're gonna get out of the way is 2020's Netflix original film with Emma Roberts, Holiday. Little play on words there, Spencer. <laughs> that shit. Yeah. Yeah, well, anyways, Holiday uh, follows Sloan and Jackson hate being single on the holidays where they face constant judgment for their, from their meddling families. So when these two strangers meet, they pledge to be each other's holiday for every festive occasion in the year ahead. It has a 6.2 on IMDb, a 43% critical rating on Rotten Tomatoes, Spencer.
0: Okay, Maybe that's higher a than I,
1: uh, no, but that's a little higher than I thought, but it's kind of, you know. Expected, yeah, that's right. You know, mainstream, mainstream boy. Here we are. Um, directed by John Whitesell, who did Thunderstruck with that kid from uh Glee. Okay, he did Deck the Halls with Danny DeVito and Matthew Broderick. Never seen it. Okay, neither have I. But he also decorated or I'm sorry, directed a bunch of The Cosby Show. Yikes, huge yikes. You know what? We gave it a chance. I didn't realize that till after the fact. Um, but yeah, we got Emma Roberts in here from Aquamarine in two thousand six with Sarah Paxton, and uh, we're the Millers and American Horror Story, which I actually have been watching uh, nineteen eighty four this past week because I've been wanting to catch up on that. It's not great. I think I watched a couple episodes when it was airing uh, in the summertime, okay, a couple years ago.
0: Yeah, I think it was on. I was like, oh, this. I, know, I think this is like the first episode, and I put it on I'm like, yeah, this is this is stupid. Yeah, it did not continue. <sighs>
1: It's been out a while. I, I've honestly watched the first episode like three times. And I'm like, yeah, I really want to get into this. And then I, I, I tried. I really, I've, I might keep trying. but
0: I'm just not a fan of a Ryan Murphy's style anymore. It just, like with Ratchet, the whole that, like Sarah Paulson Netflix show, just the style, oh, right, like just out. in the trailers. I'm like, yeah,
1: I'm not going to watch this. Anyways, we got Emma Roberts in here, and we got Luke Bracey, Spencer. Uh, he was in Monte Carlo with Selena Gomez back in 2011.
0: They also tried to like force him into uh, the like the mainstream, like I don't know, like he want they wanted to make him like a big actor, a big star, kind of like what they did with what's his face, Sam Worthington. They're just like, yeah, he's our he's your next big thing, and they put him this in guy? like the Point Break remake as like the Johnny Utah character, and it was just awful.
1: And there was I think it was him, Luke Bracey. I don't think it? that was him, dude. Who Maybe was? it was. Let's look it up real quick because I Point I was break. looking as I
0: Luke Bracy yeah Luke Bracy
1: oh no shit well I haven't seen that but that makes he was in Hacksaw Ridge
0: he was good in that but yeah I remember he was in like a ton of things yeah the November Man our last review when we did yeah. video gonna reviews on that. our channel <laughs> <laughs> the best yeah. of me the Nicholas Sparks thing yeah the Point Break uh thing so, so yeah, he's like, been in some stuff you know he's not been in, some in a while stuff. though yeah he kind of you know. But here he is. is. Back now he's again. back. Wow. Yet for a holiday. So.
1: Yeah, but basically, uh, Emma Roberts, if you did see the first couple minutes, you will remember that she was kind of just smoking a cigarette, just not enjoying the holidays with her parents. And, of course, the very first thing her mom says to her is, man, you've been single for six months. You need to get back out there. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, she goes to the mall, and she's, I guess, shopping because it's Christmas time, and she runs into Luke Bracey, right? And uh, kind of introduces him to the idea of a holiday because she has a slut aunt that brings uh, holidays to every party, you know, every, like New Year's Eve, Thanksgiving. Weird, very weird. Um, but they decide to be each other's holidays for the for the next year, Spencer. Emma Roberts kind of plays her uh, very typical bitchy Self that complains about everything, but I thought that she was kind of you know she had some adorable traits as well, even she though wasn't... she does do that because you're right, she does do that in a lot of her roles, she yeah. still remains charming, yeah, she does like i I like her as like, far I like her can in this movie,
0: remember I mean I think maybe a couple of horror story American horror story characters she wasn't
1: but yeah, yeah, for the most part, I like emma Roberts, I really do Same. I don't think she's really been at anything that she's like been able to truly shine it other than maybe coven uh she's been it's kind of a shows. funny story oh is that a, okay i haven't seen that oh okay
0: uh came out literally like 10 years ago
1: palo alto that was a oh good yeah, little, yeah that was a solid film you know it's where she got to be dramatic. a little more dramatic and yeah so she's i think she's underrated she just needs to get a few more roles in there that's not this but it really is your your mainstream romantic Here's the comedy. thing though
0: it's an easy paycheck for everybody involved, it's just a paycheck movie. They exist. You'd be surprised. Yes. They exist, <laughs> and I'll, of uh, course, it's just groups. Because the thing is, okay, one of the big reasons why I just was so adamant that I did not want to watch this, it's not, it's not for our demographic. <laughs> I mean, if you're into this movie, sure, go ahead and watch it. But it's not for, I don't know, it's for a whole different demographic. It's for like the people who just forget they even have a Netflix like subscription. It's just like second nature, and they just watch whatever. It's like the new release like of the father. weekend, like a romantic comedy. It's like, oh, Emma Roberts, I know her. Yeah, I'm going to watch this. I don't know anything about the story's background. As they're like getting ready to, like, I don't know, go out or something, and then they leave, and they're like, oh, yeah, it was okay.
1: <laughs> it's for people who mindlessly watch movies Kissing without move. any real um, substance behind them. They don't really have any remote interest in certain films. They'll just watch whatever's out there. Um, and I think this movie definitely appeals to those people. Anybody who actually likes The Kissing Booth, like genuinely likes that movie, will probably like this movie. It's very straightforward. You know, Emma Roberts, just, you know, they, 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 they're they friends for most of the movie. And then there's a little bit of sexual tension. Then there's conflict. And then they end up together. It's very much like you would expect. It gets very repetitive. Holy
0: shit. No way. Yeah. <laughs> no way. They get together at the end.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Did
0: they bicker a lot throughout the movie?
1: Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude. Yeah, constantly, dude. fights. Yeah. Yeah, like, they notice. Because, of course, they're friends, so they can, like, be themselves. Like, you know, yeah, oh, back And yeah, stuff. Definitely. So, you know, she's kind of bitchy. And, like, there's one scene where they're dancing, and they do the thing from Dirty Dancing, and, like, her, her dress falls off, <gasps> oh, and everybody no. freaks out. Yeah, yeah. Dude. It's it's everything you, would, uh, you want from one of these movies. Wow. Okay, so, here's the thing. Okay, so I You watched I did... it.
0: No, I did not watch it, I promise. Ah, I'm not going to do another bait-and-switch, but I did notice... It was T V dash MA Mature Audiences. Is that just because there's like a couple of F bombs? Is there some violence? Is it kinda of crude? Like is it like an arachi? It's a
1: little crude.
0: There's some around ra- moments. movie or something.
1: Not insanely raunchy, but like her her aunt is kind of a slide and uh they I'm trying to think if there was any like sex scenes or anything. Not really. They cut away from all of it. I think it's just the subject matter and some of the conversations oh, that
0: did surprise me because this did look like a very like PG almost like Hallmark type movie.
1: I think it's more it's closer to like like maybe mid range between that awkward moment and like an actual family romantic comedy type thing. Yeah, I, I, I it's about an hour and a half long. I got bored toward the middle after I realized what I was genuinely getting into because they go through every single holiday. They do Fourth of July. They do like Labor Day fucking thanksgiving thanks saint patrick's day every single thing until they get back to christmas again and it's just it's kind of painful so i wouldn't suggest it unless you really just like these type of things maybe you'll mention romantic comedies like this but uh obviously it's not made for spencer and it's somewhat made for mainstream boy here because I'll watch just about anything like this so but yeah i'm gonna go ahead and give it a 1.5 out of 5 it's uh you know not. So what a were lot the positives about it then if Emma Roberts wasn't in this movie, I'd give it a 0 out of 5.
0: Oh, okay. Fair enough.
1: Yeah. So, it, it it's just... It basically goes off childhood crushes, and that's about it. So. <laughs> okay. Sure. Just like... Yeah. Basically, just like movies... I like I wouldn't have watched that movie with Alexandra Daddario in it a couple weeks ago if she wasn't in it. So, mainstream boy. But yeah, that that's about it. 1.5 out of 5. Wouldn't recommend it, but it is number one trending on Netflix right now. So, maybe you've already watched it. Maybe you want to check it out. Maybe there's someone in your house around the holidays that would like to check it out. But... There was a movie that was trending number four on Netflix over the weekend. Knew nothing about it going in uh, until you mentioned it today. And I was like, oh my god, 100% critical score in Rotten Tomatoes. Holy shit. Don't see that very often. We got uh, His House, 2020 film, just came out on Netflix a few days ago. A refugee couple makes a harrowing escape from a war-torn South Sudan, but then they struggle to adjust to their new life in English in an English town that has an evil lurking beneath the surface. Like I said, it's 100% certified fresh and run tomatoes, 6.4 on IMDb, and the directorial debut of Remy Weeks. I think we're getting, like, honestly, a lot of these kind of directorial debut horror directors that end up being, like, really good films over the last, like, Five or six years or so, you know, we got like the Baba Duke director and Jennifer obviously Kent. Jennifer Kent, and then uh Jordan you know, Peele, like Jordan yep. Peele. So it's good to see that in this in this genre. I think this is just another film that kind of just took me by surprise with how it was able to weave these uh, the subject matter in with like real life scenarios. So,
0: but I would say that this is a horror movie with a
1: lot more to say. Yeah, you start out with these two people who are kind of. Uh, are they they're not in prison but like they're being held uh as refugees in london and then yes so and then they just they give them a place of residence kind of like a habitat of humanity type situation
0: right but they could but they're yeah
1: they can't like move they they can't get a job they're they have a lot of restrictions but they're given the house at least yeah, basically under the threat like, hey, if you, if you don't follow these rules, then you're going back to Sudan or something like that. Basically, once they're there, they just start having all these kind of paranormal encounters within the walls and stuff. And the house just kind of starts speaking to them. And I thought this movie was just it, – it did some insanely creepy things like within the walls from start to finish. I was creeped out for a vast majority of this movie.
0: Yeah, I mean – the one thing that this director Remy Weeks is really good at is building tension and shooting it because you can feel it with the camera. Like there was one scene in particular uh, where he just, he's looking down like this long hallway and like, mm-hmm. you're just waiting for something to creep out. And then like, he like will do like a little like switch on you and like, he'll kind of like do the thing with the camera. Like he'll kind of like pan back to him. And then like he uses like uh free space in the camera to like, I don't know, create that scare where it's like, oh shit, like is something going to be there? Like that anticipation and then like, sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. And like, Mm -hmm. it's kind of, he uses that technique throughout, which is, it's pretty interesting.
1: And I think that's a technique that could be used in a bad way too, where it's kind of the jump scare situation. He's able to do that really well. Like I I think from that, one of those initial scares when he's kind of looking through the hole in the wall and then you get that little glimpse of the, the child behind his head sort of constantly throughout the movie. I was just expecting things kind of to pop up, but they did really build tension throughout. And when it came to the actual prosthetics, when they did bring kind of the, the scary characters into this, those were also really creepy looking, uh, especially coming off of like Evil Dead and stuff. Um, I I thought these were, were actually done pretty well.
0: The demon, yeah. Like the one scene when you really see him, uh, when he's kind of having his kind of get out moment, he's yeah. looking... Down this like Ooh. long room and it's all dark and this, this is like the flame of like, the fire is kind of the only thing illuminating. It's just like you see just the face of the creature in his eyes, just like wide eyed, just like staring at him, saying like you need to trade like your body yeah. for another. It's like what the f-? Like, yeah, like where did this movie come from? And like if there, this is a, I'm assuming it's a very low budget film because I think it premiered I at know. Sundance. I mean, yeah, because it, it, fairly yeah, it, it, low budget. It premiered at Sundance. It's a feature debut. I mean, definitely has some money uh, because there's some uh, g- pretty decent visual effects towards
1: the end of the movie. It was just definitely unexpected. Yeah, I mean, I I never knew this was coming out until literally this afternoon. He told me about it, uh, but I think when you hear the synopsis of this movie, like these refugees going into London uh, just to live in live in a home, you don't expect what you get with this movie. I think it it really like. 'Cause it does flash back a lot to kind of reveal the situations they went through and without spoiling anything, it has a lot to do with sort of the demons that they're facing and the way that they visualize this kind of atmospheric psychological horror is insanely well done. I, I think like the scene that you mentioned with the demon and kind of where you can see his eyes, and then also some scenes where he's kind of he's sitting at a at a table with his wife, and then it just all of a sudden he's in this like yeah it kinda it's reminded the, it's me of the that... poster oh is it, it the poster they're, they're in like the okay. ocean and it's all like yeah, a fire yeah, yeah.
0: sky kind of look right and like the, yeah, the yeah, bodies yeah. are coming out of the water and whatnot yeah that was pretty it kind of reminded me
1: of uh that planet went on in avengers end game when they get the soul stone where they kind of wake up in this like orangey environment Oh okay that makes sense you know? yeah. i can see that
0: yeah, I mean like there was one scene in the beginning when they were on a boat and uh, that was like the one iffy green screen scene, but other than that, I mean there were some really cool effects and I mean even some practical effects. Uh like there was one kind of cool scene of like the demon coming out of the floor and uh just saw like him pulling the rope out of like the wall and then Oh like, man, that that, that was, was that was so spooky. It was weird and I just didn't know where they're going to go with the story and this movie kind of had a thing that hill house had where it had a very like emotional captivating story at its core and it Mm -hmm. was still able to kind of scare you at times and throw in some twists and turns because what's ultimately end like like unraveled with the story and what's revealed it's really shocking and it's really disturbing
1: yeah i think this movie does a really good job of kind of just showing the uh the situations that people in these kind of third world countries are going through with militia groups and and gangs just like killing off people and stuff like that and uh it it does do a good job at flashing back and kind of showing the reality of the situation that these people went through um but i think when a horror movie is able to kind of have an ulterior message like that like hill house and like and like this movie it's 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 just more impressive to me than just trying to like scare you But the difference between this and, like, *Blind Manor is this had to get it done in an hour and a half. So I feel like maybe it just got to the point a little bit too soon. Oh, 100%. I was just –
0: just in terms of – I love it when horror movies can tell, like, a really good story at its core, too. I mean, just like what uh, Jordan Peele did with Get Out. And this movie does have some kind of comparisons with Get Out a little bit. Yeah. Mainly with, like, kind of the alter reality realm kind of world. Right, but then yeah. again, there's like a demonic twist that I really did enjoy with this, like the scene when him uh, when he's like turning off the lights, and then they appear when the lights are off and they're just attacking him. It's yeah. terrifying. <laughs> like that is literally from your nightmares. Uh, and I think they did a good job of one with the whole like makeup and like the effects of that, and to just telling a really good story on top of kind of sending some spooks down your spine, but.
1: Yeah, this was, I don't know, it was just a huge surprise. And the way that they were able to weave in this psychological horror with uh, with like the real life story of like, this is a situation that genuinely does happen. So I I was uh, I was very impressed by it. Yeah, so if, if you, I mean, you have Netflix, definitely give this a, a
0: watch. This is a really cool movie. And I'm sure that you haven't heard of this. I'm sure you haven't seen it. And I know that Spooktober just ended, but I'd say it's still worth checking out
1: i would agree i think uh i think the title is not great uh, i think no. people are gonna see the title and be like okay that's weird um in the
0: middle of the street
1: that's literally the first when you saw. <laughs> i was thinking of the folgers coffee commercial and <laughs> like <laughs> we're your local fire brigade
0: with maxwell house inside us we'll come running to your aid our house is not a fancy place at all our house we have pillows on the wall. We're a coffee loving crowd. We love that smooth
1: flavor, and it always does us proud. Our House, it's always good to the last drop. Make your house a Maxwell House. Yeah, it's it's a really good movie that needs a better title. But I I think just the way that it's able to deal with the real life elements and the psychological horror, it's insanely well done. If you appreciate stuff like that, if you appreciate a good movie. Uh, with horror elements, definitely check this out. Uh, I'm gonna give it a, th- mm. I'm gonna give it a four out of five. I think it deserves that. Ooh. I was gonna say three and a half, but it's a good movie. It's definitely a good movie that that uh, surprised me. So,
0: okay, well, yeah. I am gonna go three and a half. I, I right. really like this movie a lot. I don't know. I don't but... really have a lot of nitpicks. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I guess maybe the first half, I was like, what's really going on here? And it was getting a little antsy in my pantsy. But uh, once Mm -hmm. it was revealed, I was like, okay, I did really like that. So maybe on a rewatch, I could see my grade going up. But right now, at three and a half, I think that's a really good grade.
1: I didn't expect anything other than Holiday this week. So I'm glad that we had something that was actually worth talking about. So imagine if this whole episode was just me talking about Holiday.
0: Yeah, you would have no,
1: been what, over that, in like That's six what was minutes. going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> think, that's why I asked, dude. I'm like, if you're not going to watch this, then this is not going to be even worth talking about. Thanks for listening, guys. If you did enjoy the episode, make sure to uh, you know watch more episodes. We got 50 or so episodes still, still on our uh, Podbean slash Apple Podcasts. If you're interested, go ahead and check them out. Uh, go over to our Instagram. We're trying to get to 500 followers. So what the fuck? If you're listening to this, I'm surprised if you're not following us cuz if you found us some other way, tell us how cuz we need to get the fucking word out there. I appreciate it. I am Mainstream Boy. Spencer, is there anything uh coming up that we should we should tell the audience about?
0: I don't know. We'll see what movies are coming out this month. Uh at least the ones that are going to be accessible with streaming on demand or Netflix. Um
1: uh you know what did just come out? I watched the first episode was uh it's Mandalorian. A TV show. So Maybe oh. we can. Uh, I yeah, when it's when it's over. It. Actually, I recommend it. It was a good episode. Baby mm-hmm. Yoda's cute. So uh, maybe I'll check it out at some point. I think it's worth checking out. It's a good show. Maybe if we'll we'll you. Oh, and I did finish The Boys, by the way. So uh, some good TV out there, everybody. You know, check out some good television. Blind Manor, if you haven't already. But yeah, well, hopefully we can get some solid movies rev- reviews out to you in the future. But yeah, check out the main channel. Thanks for listening, and, uh... Thanks for listening to Mainstream Boy. Make sure to head over to our Instagram and follow us if you haven't already. We're trying to get to 500 followers by the end of 2020, so if you enjoy the show, tell a friend, or at the very least, leave a scathing review on your preferred podcast platform. Stay safe during this upcoming holiday season, and as always, wash those fucking hands!